0: week two of the cryptid extravaganza
1: week two week
0: two here we go i'm taking the lead on this one so you actually get to drink your coffee while it's warm for once
1: and i won't get hiccups (laughs) finally (laughs) maybe i'll just have hiccups in the second half but
0: yeah, I thought week one went pretty well. I'm excited for week two. We'll have the Grafton Monster and Sheep Squatch today, and we're going to try to change the format of the episodes up a little bit and save our announcements and all our random stories and stuff more towards the end, but still do shout-outs up front. If there w- Is there anything that you want to say before we get started?
1: Um, yeah. Because the last episode, we talked about the Mothman. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the uh, that video that, like... Mothman stole my catalytic converter, and yeah,
2: in Point so, Pleasant. Yeah.
1: And I, th- I was listening back, and I was like, I thought that I was doing like a an accent, and it just sounded like your voice. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm like
0: the the accent comes out sometimes.
1: I'm like kind of a hick. Like, <laughs> which so if I think that I'm doing like an accent, and then it just kind of sounds like me, right? Then that means that there's somebody that's listening in like somewhere that speaks proper, like California or whatever. And they just listen, they turn on the podcast, it's like,
0: like, that's so funny. Like, I know, of course, we do have accents to people that aren't from around here, but to ourselves, we don't. But every now and then I'll hit a word and I'll really hear that Appalachian accent. And I'm like, oh man, those vowels were long.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Um, anyway, uh, other than that, it's uh, <laughs> I just, okay. I'm, no, I'm just, I like, I don't know. Disappointed. is isn't the word. It's just like, um, I would, didn't know.
0: Oh, about your accent. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what
1: the, I didn't know I had like, I had it that There's nothing bad. wrong
0: with it. It's just surprising so, sometimes. Yeah. You hear yourself like on recording and it's different than what you thought in your head. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it was more so like I I gotta not do that. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was more so like a, it's a so the person in the video was doing like a kind of like a joke accent, yeah. And then I'm trying to mimic what's a joke accent, and then it just sounds like me. So yeah. Um. So that's anyway. Um. Follow us on an Instagram and Facebook at Country Roots Creeps and leave a five star review and, um. That's it. Go ahead.
0: All right, let's get into it. The Grafton monster, also known as the Beast of Grafton, is said to live in the forest of a small town bearing its namesake. Those that spotted him described several bizarre traits, each one more unusual than the last. Many were left wondering if this creature was a Bigfoot, alien, or something else entirely. This is Country Country Roads Creeps. Creeps. All right, so this story, for those that are unfamiliar with Grafton, takes place in Taylor County, West Virginia. This is up in the northern part of the state, not in either of the panhandles, but just the northern area, a little bit below Morgantown. Okay. Um, This is a pretty small town. It was a former railroad boom town. I think the population now is around 5,000, so not super big. Um, Interesting fact about Grafton is that it's the birthplace of Mother's Day. Did you know that?
1: No, that sounds like a fake fact.
0: No, it's real. I remember learning it in West Virginia history in like eighth grade. Yeah, for real. And I double checked when I was doing this. Uh, So Mother's Day was created by Anna Jarvis, and she had the first um, celebration of it with like a church service for her mom on May 12th,
1: 1907. (laughs) okay. What? And she was the first mother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Grafton is um, home of Mother's Day. (laughs) All right, so our monster that we're talking about today was first spotted in 1964. You notice that like 50s and 60s were really common for all these cryptids. That's when it was happening. Yeah, I a guess. lot of these.
1: It's also like aliens and stuff, I guess too. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. like a space race hmm. thing.
1: Seems, yeah, like a
0: interesting.
1: Seems like a coinky ding.
0: It does. So um, this cryptid is. Described as being seven to nine feet tall and four feet wide. So he's got kind of like a boxy wedge shape going on. He, this, this trait I do not like. They said, the people that saw him said that he was white with seal-like skin. That okay. grosses me out. The seal-like skin. Something about that Just, is icky to me.
1: I don't really know what that Just means. Just like
0: it's hairless like, and like rubbery and smooth.
1: It's better than having, like, gooey skin.
0: I don't know. I think I'd rather it be gooey than seal-like. Like
1: Like frog skin?
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe.
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't
0: like that description. Um, They said that he had no discernible head. So I've looked up some pictures, and we'll have these in our photo dump, of course. Sometimes he's depicted as, like, literally having no head at all. So he has big legs, big arms, and, you know, goes up to a broad chest and shoulders, and just kind of has a a rounded mound at the top with no head. Um, Other pictures of him have kind of made him have a head, but it's down on his chest. It's like if you saw him from behind, you wouldn't see a head at all. Can you picture that? I don't want to. (laughs) Oh, it's on my coaster, actually. I have the Grafton Monster coaster today. Yeah, so pretty weird. And also, he was reported to make a whistling noise to emit a whistling sound.
1: Like a, was it like a happy whistle? Like like mm, a singing a tune?
0: I don't think so. I think it was a little a little bit eerie, <laughs> a little bit scary.
1: Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. So the first sighting of the Grafton monster was on June sixteenth, nineteen sixty four, by Robert Cockrell, who worked for the local newspaper, the Grafton Sentinel, which is now called the Mountain Statesman. So this was on June sixteenth, and everything happens pretty quickly. There's not a whole lot to this story. It was all sort of within like a couple of days here. So oh, okay. he was driving home from work around 11 p.m. Um, he said he was driving on Yates Avenue, which is on the western banks of the Tigert River, and it's dark. You know what back roads look like here at night? We don't have streetlights anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's all dark, curvy, not a lot Advanced going on. It's the darkness. <laughs> literally. So he comes around a curve and sees a huge white obstruction with slick white skin, no head, very muscular. This is on the right-hand side of the road near the river. (laughs) I don't like the description. He's like sounds weirds me out.
1: Like the first part, he's he's describing a monster, and then the second part, he was like, really had six-pack abs,
0: super muscular,
1: super muscular. (laughs) I mean, the body of like Adonis, (laughs) and really just really attractive. (laughs) He has a crush on him.
0: Super handsome. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Uh, so he didn't have a crush on him. He was actually terrified. Unfortunately, he went home and he calls his two buddies, Jerry Morris and Jim Mouser. They come over and they all go to the site where Robert saw the grafted monster in that curve on the road and they get out and they search around and they're trying to find something. And um, they don't find the monster, but they do find trampled grass and they hear that whistling sound while they're looking for him. But they don't find really anything other than the trampled grass.
1: Like, uh, you ever watched The Walking Dead?
0: Some of it. Like, in Never, some of the later seasons,
1: it. they, uh, I think, uh, I think it was, maybe it was when they had, like, Negan and that stuff. They would, like, mm-hmm. pencil, and it was, like, like a high pitch to a lower pitch, and it was, like, a creepy, like,
0: ugh. Ugh. I don't think I got that far, but that sounds so. weird.
1: Yeah, so I just imagine like that sound when yeah. you say like they heard a whistling sound. I don't think it
0: was a jolly little whistling tune. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Robert and his friends don't find anything. And Robert doesn't say anything to anyone else at first, but other sightings are starting to be reported. So like over the next day, more than 20 calls from people claiming to see it were reported to the newspaper station or like between the newspaper and police. There were over 20 sightings, supposedly. So that encourages Robert to also share his story. Um he wrote an article that was published in that newspaper he worked for on June 18th. So this is just 2 days later. Yeah. Robert could have made that up to have a good story for the paper because he's like, "Oh, we're getting all these weird calls like I'm going to say that I saw the same thing." But if that's the case, then my question is what prompted the other 20 calls? You know?
1: Yeah, that is weird. Mm-hmm. Um I or order- He's making it up just to be another one of the people?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if he made up his article on the 18th, then what triggered the other 20 right. calls? Like, there's still something that's happening that these people are seeing.
1: Yeah. No, I yeah, just But I don't
0: think he made it up because his friends... Had backed up the story of okay. going out with him and they all, you know, had the same story, which I mean, they could have made that up too, but I don't think they did. I yeah. think they did see something weird.
1: I just meant he's like the hipster of it. Like he's yeah. like the first.
0: <laughs> right, right, it right, was right.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and so Robert's article on the 18th prompts groups of people to begin monster hunting, mostly groups of teenagers. So they're going out with like baseball bats and going through the woods in groups trying to find the monster.
1: So like snipe hunting or whatever it is. Yeah. Like. They send you out in the woods with a bag. Right. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, just wait on them. We'll call them.
0: Yeah. So um, there were more reports of sightings over the next few days, but there really was no physical evidence. Uh, I found two quotes from people that had claimed to see the monster. These quotes were anonymous. So, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt. They didn't have a name attached to them, but I thought they were interesting. So I'll go ahead and read them. The first one says, I have seen the creature called the Grafton Monster several times when I was a young man, and it is very real. My first encounter, I was with my father cutting wood. We had finished and were loading the truck when our two dogs started barking. We stood there and listened. Something was walking, getting closer. My dad told me to get the gun from the cab. Whatever it was had picked up its pace and continued toward us. All we knew for sure was it was big and wasn't scared of us, the dogs, or the chainsaws. It stopped about 50 or 55 yards from us in the trees and went quiet. My dad pulled both hammers back and stood in front of me and told me to be ready. The next thing that happened, I'll never forget. It stepped out, looked at us, took three strides in our direction, turned and walked back into the tree line. That was my first sighting of the beast and I'll never forget it. My second encounter was about two months later at night fishing alone. I spedled him on the opposite bank and I got out of the area. So, I mean, like, a little anticlimactic. He just walks out of the woods and yeah. looks at you and then turns around and goes back in. Yeah, it's kind of like, hmm, at least Mothman, like, chased the car to the city limits. You know, there's nothing really happening. Um, The other quote was from another anonymous source. I saw the monster near the river early in the morning. It saw me and instantly froze. It did not move. I was fishing at the time and left all my gear there and started to run away. As I ran, I turned and I saw that it, too, turned away and started running off. As I got near my truck and began opening the door, I heard a wishing sound and a bright light appear above the tree line. I drove off and got my gear two days later. So the grafted monster sounds a little bit like a big old scaredy cat.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know,
0: like that. he kind of is afraid of people. Almost, it sounds like.
1: Is it like a UFO thing? Like he's an alien?
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that it's just a, just a second. Also, a camper that was at Tiger Lake State Park claimed to have seen it in 2008 in the woods at night. Oh, she boy. said, so that's, you know, quite a bit after the original sighting. Uh, he's 60 um,
1: the- years old. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so she said that she heard a weird noise at night. So she got out of her tent and was looking around with her flashlight and glimpsed him in the wood line uh, and that he also, like, went away and so she'd reported it to the park rangers and they went and looked and didn't find anything but i'm like so he just kind of sounds like he chills out in the woods maybe watches people every now and then and then just goes back to what he was doing he doesn't really do anything he's not very menacing he's He's just around
1: (laughs) yeah like i don't i don't know what's so bad about that why are they calling him a monster
0: i know like it's like that's a little harsh. He's not even doing anything. Yeah. He's just he living in the woods.
1: Call him the Grafton friend. Yeah. He just hangs out.
0: Right. He he doesn't do anything to anyone. So he kind of got a bad rap for literally no reason. He's just there. Yeah. You know? He's just living. He's,
1: he's a monster. He's a monster. He looks like Bigfoot and and he has really nice pecs
0: <laughs> and, and really so strong muscular. arms. <laughs> He has a great workout routine, (laughs) and he just stands there menacingly. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, there were a few theories. This first one made me laugh out loud when I read it. So, um, like I said earlier, a lot of the monster hunting groups were made up of teenagers, and one teenager said that they thought it could have been an escaped polar bear. Okay. Where they came up with that idea, nobody knows, because... There was nothing about anyone in the area having a polar bear to begin with that could have escaped. That's just yeah. what they pulled out of their hat.
1: Uh, just <laughs> i like, that's like, very uh, a teenager answer to say. Yeah. Sounds like they're, they're just like, what could this be? And like some kids like, were like, this is the first thing that came to my mind. When I want to say it out loud in front of everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a polar bear. <laughs> um, the Grafton Centennial published an article on June 19th one day after Roberts that said the sighting was the personification of active imaginations. So let's give it a boo to that. And what a slap in the face to Robert. Like he worked for that paper. yeah. And a day after he posts his article about his experience, they say, this is the personification of active imaginations. Yeah, massive I'm like, that's so dog. rude. Yeah. How lazy. And that article kind of poked fun at the people that were looking for the Grafton monster They talked about how there had been so many bridges, or so many bridges, so many cars lined up on the road by the river looking for him that the paper said the monster couldn't have come out even if he wanted to. Like, kind of making fun of everybody for getting caught up in it and wanting to go look and Mm -hmm. overreacting, basically. Um, And then the newspaper, this is dumb. They, in their article on the nineteenth, they said that the monster could have been an individual pushing a handcart loaded high with boxes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the same reaction. I was like, "Um, okay, why would an individual be pushing a handcart loaded high with boxes on that dark, curvy road at 11 p.m.?
1: Through the woods? Yeah, like,
0: like on the river side of the road. That doesn't make any sense.
1: I don't know. I, to be fair, people in West Virginia do some strange things every once in a while.
0: That is true, but like... So... I just feel like it's not a good explanation. But you're right. I mean, we do see some pretty weird stuff on the roads every now and then. Now, believers in the Grafton monster thought that this was just a cover-up by the newspaper to try to calm the public because police were worried about the monster hunting and people being harmed on accident because pe- people were out with baseball bats. Some people were going with guns because they thought they were going to hunt down the monster. Yeah. So they, I guess they were afraid that you know it would be mass hysteria or just people would hurt each other on accident thinking they w- were getting the monster and it was actually their neighbor or something. So some people said that the newspaper was just came up with that story of it being a person pushing a handcart to try to get everybody to quit thinking about it and quit hunting for it.
1: Yeah. Well, there's been a few times already that we've talked about stuff where people go out monster hunting and they end up shooting yeah. somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's kind of a common theme. So like, I'm like I get it, yeah. but I don't believe it. All right, so then um, Robert also talked to a man named Gray Barker, and this is a researcher from Clarksburg who helped popularize Mothman. I don't think I mentioned him on the Mothman op- episode, just because there were, like, a lot of people involved, but he's, like, a, a UFO-ologist. <laughs> That's his. That's what he does, is he researches aliens and UFOs and that kind of stuff. So Barker believed that the Grafton monster was a lab animal left on Earth by aliens to see how it could survive and, like, test the planet's livability. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And Barker said that the whistling noise that the men heard could have been from the spaceship, not from the Grafton monster, maybe. Okay. So that's just another idea about what was going on. Now, I found something interesting one one website said that the grafted monster and all the descriptions of his body and what he looked like and everything sounded similar to something called a golem, not like Gollum from, what is that, Lord of the Rings? So no. what that's from. Mm-hmm. I've never watched any of those movies. Sorry, I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. So not like that. This is spelled G-O-L-E-M. And I looked that up, and this is a being from Jewish folklore that's said to be created from clay or mud. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. I hadn't, so I thought that was kind of interesting. It doesn't speak, um, as far as I could understand, it follows the commands of the human that created it. And it seems like in in many tales, things kind of end up going wrong. Like, at first, the Golem is a helper and does good, but then things start to go wrong, and it becomes more destructive and kind of a threat to the human that created it. And some pictures of Golems, which we need to add to the photo dump, do kind of resemble the shape of the grafted monster. Like they've got thick okay. legs, thick arms, kind of a round chest, shoulder area up to hot bodies. Small head, muscular. Like it's it's an interesting comparison because the shapes do look pretty similar. Yeah. Um, so that I thought that was neat.
1: I've heard of uh golems before. Mm-hmm. Um the uh Well I mean I knew I haven't really looked into the Jewish folklore thing. Yeah,
0: I don't really know a lot about it. Um, so that was just kind of a, a very brief overview, but I, it was pretty cool.
1: I kind of knew about like the protector aspect of them, and it's yeah. from the dumbest source. You just, <laughs> why don't you take a guess what that was?
0: I have no idea. A video Minecraft. game or something?
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah, laughs> was so a video game? In, in Minecraft, if you go to a village that's uh, big enough, then a, when, they, when the village spawns in, um, It'll create an iron golem, and it protects the villagers. If you hurt the villagers, then it'll fight you. Um, But you can also make your own.
0: So, So, I mean, that's that's kind of an interesting thing to think about, because in these sightings of the Grafton monster, he's not doing anything bad. Yeah. He's just there, walking in the woods. You know, he's not messing with anybody or destroying anything. He was just seen. So, I don't know. Interesting connection. Um, so yeah, like I said, there's not a whole lot to that story cause it really just took place over a couple of days. And then the newspaper made people, you know, think that it wasn't really worth pursuing, but it is still an interesting little story for this town to have. And, uh, the Grafton Monster has been featured in media a few times. It was in an episode of Mountain Monsters. And it was also in that video game we talked about, Fallout 67 or 76.
1: Yeah. I was going to mention that.
0: 76. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Uh, in the that's... town. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, um, the, that's in mean, my thing too, um, the mountain monsters thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually put um, I put some stuff in there about them mm-hmm. because it's funny.
0: <laughs> I think I've seen a couple clips of that show. I haven't watched it all the way through, but it seems a bit ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll come back to that when it's your turn. So. There was a sign that was placed to commemorate where Robert saw the Grafton monster. Guess what happened to the sign shortly after it was placed?
1: It was vandalized.
0: Got stolen by a WVU student. Good. Like, that's on brand. Uh, But it was recovered, (laughs) and it was placed in a new spot on Main Street.
1: (laughs) Of course it was.
0: Yeah. So, that's kind of a short story. But it, while I was doing it, it made me think of something else that I wanted to add in here. So, I'm I'm not done, but I'm kind of done talking about the Grafton monster. So, is there anything you want to say about that section before I go to my next section?
1: No. Ye- no. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. If, <laughs> so if it's an alien thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what, so what's like our opponent doing that? Like, would we ever send a test animal somewhere and... If we did, what would we send?
0: Well, that has happened before, hasn't it? Wasn't there like a dog that got sent? It was a really sad story.
1: There was a dog. There's been a few monkeys that Russia has sent up. Yeah. There's been... um, So
0: like we... People have done that. I think. Yeah, they send the animals to test the livability. (laughs) Like a space. Well... I don't
1: know. So kind of, yeah. Because the the stories on like Russia sending the animals is... Mm. So they can make sure that they can bring a living thing back. Yeah. They sent mice and stuff up too mm-hmm. before they send up actual people. Which actually, there's I think I put it on the list. There's actually a guy up there in space that's still there. Yeah, because so, he died and they didn't bring him back.
0: Yeah, that's- so
1: but um, the I was just saying like to a different planet. You know, like oh, if, right. if the aliens sent the Grafton monster here, then like what would we send? You couldn't send a dog. Because dogs.
0: Yeah, I think at this point, it it would probably just be humans. Because, like, we've done space travel enough to, like, know the risks and stuff. So, I think if we had the capability of, like, going to another planet, it would probably be people that went.
1: I guess so, yeah. Because Elon Musk had that thing for SpaceX where he had people, like, sign up to go to Mars or whatever. So, it would be, like, a sign-up list. Like, hey, y'all want to go to... Y'all
0: want to go to (laughs) Neptune? Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it was an animal or like a creature that had been dropped off from an alien spaceship that could kind of explain why it wasn't really seen again because maybe they picked him back up and they went right. back home. And then I would, he wasn't around after that?
1: I would want to send something scary like a yeah. like a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: an escaped polar bear. Something yeah.
1: <laughs> something that's just like it just the only thing it wants to do is kill and eat things. Yeah. It's like polar bears are super vicious, but mm-hmm. Uh, And so then the aliens would know not to mess with Earth. Right. They would be like, they have polar bears, and they've trained them to eat aliens. It's like, we didn't even have to train them. That's what they Mm -hmm. love. They're passionate about it.
0: That's pretty funny. Yeah, so I I, kind of like the story just because it makes me laugh that he didn't do anything to anybody. I don't really like his description, like his skin and everything. But I think it's funny that he was just walking around in the woods, and everyone was like, ah, monster! when he did yeah. that thing. Like, <laughs>
1: like thing. Didn't the, like, that Spongebob episode, they've got the Alaskan bullworm, and it turns out he's, like, kind of polite at the end?
0: Uh, no. Wait. I can't remember. They think it's the Alaskan bullworm, but it's actually his tongue, and, like, the whole cave is the bullworm. Yeah. I don't think he was polite. Didn't he, like, try to eat him?
1: Yes, but I thought there was a reason. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. I'm...
0: There's another episode of. where they're, like, terrified of a butterfly.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that, I think that's, that's what you're what thinking, thinking of. And they,
0: they think it's like destroying the town, but it's actually everyone destroying the town in their panic, and the butterfly's yeah. just flying around. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that. He's not um, doing anything. He's just there.
1: They they really, like, I don't know. He's just like a pleasant neighbor. Like, he doesn't really bother anybody. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't let his lawn get too high. He's like, <laughs> yeah. you know.
0: He's just in the woods. Walking around out. and like when he sees you, he gets kind of nervous and he turns and walks in the yeah. other direction. He's
1: like, I can't talk to women, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go to the gym. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like, I gotta go take care of my washboard abs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, while I was doing this <laughs> uh, what, you think of something?
1: No, I was just thinking of Spongebob again where <laughs> they go to Muscle Beach. <laughs> yeah. And he gets the blow up arms. Yeah. And he keeps inflating them.
0: Till they pop. Yeah. <laughs> oh so my gosh. All right, back on track. So the monster, people were saying how he was making a whistling sound. um, This is kind of unrelated, but that kept reminding me of the rule not to whistle in the woods. You heard that? Yes. You know that? So you're not supposed to whistle in the woods because it can draw evil things to you. And so that made me start thinking about what are some other Appalachian warnings or like superstitions? Because we have some good ones, it turns out. Yeah. So I put together a list of... 20 that I found interesting that I wanted to share with you?
1: Um, The whistling in the woods thing is, uh, I think, like they say, where well, they say it's it's going to draw like spirits to you or something. Mm-hmm. But then also I've seen that, uh, and we've got it on our list, like the staircases in the woods and the bells in the yeah. woods and stuff. So we're going to do an episode on those soon.
0: Yep, I'm it actually about be, to mention those. Might be a
1: good one to do for our Friday the 13th, actually. But mm-hmm. um, they... Is not it the thing like literally anything that makes sound in the woods, if there's like a super predator like a skinwalker, they're gonna they know where the bell yeah. is. So mm-hmm. then they would know where to find you.
0: Yeah, so, so you're ring not sure. Then- okay, stop before you give away what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. Spoilers. So, <laughs> um, these superstitions and these warnings aren't specific. Necessarily for the Appalachian Mountains, as far as I know. So, like, a lot of these came from Native American people or, like, the Scottish and Irish immigrants that settled here. So, I'm not saying that these were made up by Appalachian people and that or that they're only in Appalachia. I'm just saying that these were believed strongly here at one time or are still believed today. Right. So, they didn't necessarily come from here, um, but they were believed strongly here. So, number one is... If you see a black cat cross in front of you, you have to trace an X in the air three times before the cat reaches the other side of the road. And if you're like in your car, you're supposed to trace the X on your windshield three times before the cat gets across. So you have to be fast or you're going to have bad luck. Yeah. Number two, you're supposed to leave a building through the same door that you entered. So if you come into a house through the front door, you need to leave through the front door or you have bad luck. Okay. Number three, this one uh, was new to me and it also creeped me out. Don't touch an empty rocking chair unless you plan to use it and don't leave a chair or a swing a swing rocking when you get up from it you're supposed to stop it and don't let it stay rocking because it invites spirits in
1: Yeah, I've heard of that.' You're not supposed to uh,
0: don't leave a rocking chair rocking.
1: Oh yeah well, and also you're not supposed to touch one unless you're gonna sit down. yeah so and and actually like when people people will if you move them mm-hmm. on purpose. Like and make them rock and you don't sit down, then that's also a superstition.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of it. Number four, hold your breath when passing a cemetery so you don't inhale the soul of someone recently laid to rest. Yeah. That'd be really unfortunate. And kind (laughs) of (laughs) gross. Number five, this one's kind of cute. Gather acorns during thunder and put them on your windowsill to protect your house from lightning strikes. Cap. <laughs> yeah, cute though. Number six. If you have apple trees, leave a single apple hanging at the end of the harvest to ward off the devil. I don't know what the connection is between the apples and devils, but you got to leave one left at the end. So
1: like the, the apple in the Garden of Eden? Oh,
0: yeah, that would make sense. I'm stupid. So like, Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Jesus, Hannah, why don't I'd, you know maybe, literally anything? <laughs> I had
0: thought about that for maybe, I don't know, 1 second. I could have made, made a connection, but I didn't.
1: Well, it wasn't really an apple, right? Cuz
0: Yeah, it was just a fruit. Yeah. Maybe a pomegranate is what people say now. Yeah. Who knows?
1: I saw somebody say they it's because they didn't have apples in the Middle East and I was like, "Don't they though?" <laughs> and also, it's not really like it's the Garden of Eden. They have anything. <laughs> yeah. They have like sirloin steaks if they want right. it. I think like, yeah. what are you talking about? They don't have apples.
0: All right. Number seven. If you see a rabbit or hare before sunrise, you'll be unhappy for the rest of the day. So just go back to bed because it's ruined. <clears throat> number eight. If you see an owl looking in a window, this is an omen of an early death. Sad. Yep. Number nine and another sad one. Nine and ten are... A church bell ringing unattended means that someone that attends the church is going to die.
1: What does that mean? Like, a church bell ringing unattended?
0: So, for church bells to ring, typically you have to, like, pull a rope. Yeah. So, if it's just ringing on its own. Oh, Not someone pulling the rope if it just starts ringing. Yeah, a
1: ghost does it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, A bat getting into your home means everyone has to leave soon or one of them will die.
1: Or turn into a vampire. (laughs) Vampire bat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Number 11. Leaving washed diapers on a clothesline could attract evil forces. Yeah. <laughs> Number 12, don't mess with chimneys or staircases that you find in the woods. So yep. we're going to explore that one a little farther on an upcoming episode. Yeah. Uh, just suffice it to say, don't mess with them if you see one. We'll explain I why later on.
1: feel very comfortably about not messing with anything in the woods yeah. at all.
0: Just You just keep walking... Just keep on walking.
1: The whole reason, the whole rule is like, leave it the way you found it. Don't Mm -hmm. touch anything. Don't, don't look behind you too fast. Don't, uh, you know, don't, uh, blink too quickly Mm -hmm. in a row. Don't, uh, (laughs) don't breathe too loudly.
0: (laughs) Just, just walk. All right. Number 13, it's bad luck to close a knife that you didn't open.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah. Dirk, Dirk was like, you've never heard that? And I was like, no, I haven't. He was like, oh, I thought everybody knew that.
1: Yeah, everybody. Oh, that's
0: interesting. And along does. going with that one, I didn't write this one down, but I just remembered reading it. Um, it's apparently it's also bad luck to give knives as a gift to somebody because it It'll will cut, cut your, your friendship. Your friendship. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. A lot of these. So
1: there's uh if somebody gives you a knife, you're supposed to like you give them a dollar. So oh like yeah, so it's like a trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also, um, along with that, it's like you don't want to. I mean, I guess it's not really a superstition. I guess, but. You're not supposed to hand somebody like a knife or a scissor. The point towards them. Oh yeah. So because the handle one, it's dangerous. Right. But also, I think there's a little bit of superstition behind mm-hmm. it. But yeah, the the uh, the knife folding knife thing. Like, don't don't close a knife that you didn't open, or mm-hmm. don't open a knife. What? Huh?
0: What? <laughs> don't close yeah, a knife yeah. that you didn't open.
1: Yeah. So because you'll get cut the next time that you use a knife. Supposedly, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Um, number 14, this is one that my family does. Don't wash clothes on New Year's Day. I do it the day before or the day after. It brings bad fortune.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, True.
0: Number 15, don't take an old broom to a new house or the old energy will follow with you.
1: Yep. Also, old dust bunnies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> number 16, if you spill salt, throw it over your left shoulder to blind the devil. So we've always, um, like in my family, we've always thrown shalt- salt over our left shoulder if we spill it. But I didn't know why, and it's apparently because if you spill the salt, the devil comes over your left shoulder, and you got to throw it that way to blind him so he can't see you. Hmm. So the superstition goes. You would
1: think <laughs> after all these thousands of years of people doing that, he would start coming over the right. Hmm. He would get wise to. I it. Guess
0: he's set in his ways.
1: Yep. Very I don't traditional. Know.
0: Uh, number seventeen. This is another one that my family does. Open the door on New Year's Eve to let the old out and the new in at midnight. We also stand on our right foot, so you start the year off on the right foot. What? On New Year's Eve, you open your doors so the old year can go out, the new year can go in at midnight. We also stand on our right foot at midnight. Like when the ball drops, you do the countdown so that you start the new year off on the right foot. Okay. <laughs> Number 18. Um, this one, uh, that I was always taught to do this just because it was respectful, but it's don't walk on top of graves. One, because it's a respect thing, but two, it's because you could anger the spirit of the yeah. grave and they'll come after you. So I didn't know the whole spirit part, but just everybody knows you don't walk on top of a grave just out of respect, but it has a little supernatural yeah. part to it also.
1: My great-grandma told us when we were kids that um, if we angered, the people underground that they would reach through and grab us. Mm-hmm. So we that did. is scary. <laughs> it was the walk between the graves.
0: Yeah. Number 19 is that death comes in threes. Yep. And I, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. Yeah. But you know, I think, uh, it be coincidence.
1: Usually it seems like it, I guess it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Anytime you hear about like celebrities and stuff dying, there's
0: it seems to come usually threes. like
1: three big ones. Yeah. But also like maybe it could just be, So, people dying all the time, and some of the celebrities that die aren't really still well-known. Right. So,
0: I don't know. know. And then number 20, uh, this one is so cute. It's the tradition of telling the bees. So, I think this came from, like, England, and not just England, but also, like, Scotland and maybe Ireland, too. Um, So, when something, you know, a lot of people used to keep bees to have honey and things for their house. And when something important would happen... You were supposed to go tell the bees, like they were a part of your family. So if someone was, yeah. got married or was born or died or anything that was significant, you needed to go tell the bees. And if, especially if somebody in the family died, you had to tell the bees so that they could go through a proper period of mourning or else they would swarm or like get sick and die or not produce honey. So I just, that was kind of oh. cute. Good one to end on. I, there's this um, book series that I really like. It's also a TV series called Outlander. And the last book that is out is called Go Tell the Bees That I'm Gone. And so they kind of talk about that a little bit in the book, but I didn't really realize that was a widespread yeah. practice of telling the bees.
1: What if you told them something like, hey, this person got married and then they swarmed?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Ooh, they don't like him.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and wh- when I was reading about that, when the Queen of England died, someone told the bees, like the royal bees, about it.
1: There's a royal bees.
0: I guess so, yeah.
1: What, do you think the queen and the queen bee have beef?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so those are 20 Appalachian superstitions. Now, you get a bonus one, too. I didn't originally put it on the list because okay. it didn't really fit in with, like, bad luck or doom or death or whatever. But it just was really funny to me. So there's a superstition that you, if you have a baby, you should rub them with a chicken to keep them from getting chicken pox.
1: <laughs> That's true. So. That's
0: gross.
1: Because the chickens, <laughs> where do you think chicken pox comes from?
0: Yeah, but like, we don't have to do that anymore today.
1: Yeah, you do. Please don't
0: rub babies with a Your chicken.
1: Babies are going to get chicken pox <laughs> if you don't rub them with a chicken.
0: Oh my gosh. Everybody right. knows that. That's yeah. the end. I like Appalachian folklore. It's
1: Speaking school. of chicken pox,
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you remember, I guess, this is probably like was started to fade out whenever we were kids. Yeah. But parents would have chicken pox parties. Yep. So whenever like their three-year-old or their four-year-old got chickenpox,
0: the other
1: mothers everybody. who didn't have the chickenpox yet, they would bring them over and socialize and Yeah, all the kids would get chickenpox and then they wouldn't get it again. So.
0: Yeah. I think that definitely was phased out before our childhoods, but I, I did get the chickenpox when I was little. It was yeah. like a week before I was scheduled to go get the vaccine and yeah. I caught the chickenpox and I have like three scars from the chickenpox now. Yeah. But because uh, I just barely missed that vaccine.
1: I think I missed it almost to um, it was close, but mm-hmm. then I ended up getting so I had it. And then I also I think mine was a pretty bad like I had it down my throat and stuff. Yeah. But um, I also got uh, shingles when I was like, fifteen. Oh,
0: that's horrible. So I know that's coming for me someday. Yeah. Oh, so, the worst.
1: Um, and for people that don't know, it's uh, like uh, if you have chicken pox. Or if you did have it, then the virus lays dormant in you.
0: Yeah, you have shingles and in then, you just waiting for it to activate.
1: Yeah. So
0: terrifying. It goes Horrible. across like
1: one nerve band, so you'll get a mm. band of it. And so I got mine across my ribs. Yeah. And um and so yeah, so I was fifteen and I like got up mm. and I like oh my god Your
0: phone is buzzing so loud. <laughs> Take it off the table.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm getting Instagram DMs on, on my, <laughs> So, um, but, but yeah, so it goes across like one nerve band. So I, I got up, I was 15 and we were like about to go to church or something. And, uh, my mom was like, what's that on your ribs? And I was like, no, I don't know. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was, she was like, no, that looks weird. What is it? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) She's like, did you like, you sleep on something or like, and I was like, no, that's what she, called my grandma, who lives, like, next to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was you know, she came down. She was like, it looks like shingles. And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's something bad. And I'm like, oh, no. what's that? So <laughs>
0: What do you mean, something bad?
1: Show up, and the doctor's like, well, let me see. And she goes, she puts her glasses on. She goes, uh-huh. And then takes them off and writes it down. She goes, you got shingles. And I was like,
0: oh, man. What is that? And she <laughs> was
1: like, oh, it's just gonna hurt really bad Mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do about it and i was like
0: cool it's unusual for people to get it young
1: it is yeah so they were like um and and so then i had to go through this whole questionnaire because they were like yeah it can be caused by like stress or anxiety they're like Mm -hmm. are you being bullied at school oh and i was like no and they're like you can tell us this is a safe place and i was like i'm not and by the way you just told me that i have something that's gonna hurt really really bad for a few weeks And I don't even know if it's not going to kill me. So what's going on? And they're like, you're not going to die. It's just going to (laughs) suck.
0: You're just going to be really uncomfortable.
1: Cool. And they're like, yeah, so there's a... We can give you this medicine. It'll help a little bit since you caught it early. But for the next couple weeks, it's going to blister up. It'll scab over. Don't pick the scabs off.
2: Because Uh, it'll come back. Oh, man.
1: So anyway, you just have to wait. And then you're itchy the entire time it's scabbed over. Because it's all dry skin. And this Mm. is getting nasty for the podcast
2: but
1: (laughs) anyway then i go back after you know to my normal doctor um and uh they were like okay well so there's you know there's a vaccine and i'm like okay well give me give me the vaccine and they're like it's only approved for people who are like over 55 or something yeah and i'm like okay and they're like there's for nothing there might be one that comes out for younger people and i was like can you just i already had shingles so like, what's the worst it could do to me? And they're like, you might get it again. And I was like, <laughs> oh, never mind. Don't. So, Thanks anyway. So now there's a, and they say like, there's a good chance that if you've already had shingles, then you can, there's a better chance you're going to get it again.
2: Yeah.
1: So eventually I'll have it again and I'll just. I, <laughs> I'm going to be even more cantankerous than yeah. I already am I mean, normally. like, as
0: far as places to get it, though, ribs is not the worst spot, because you can get it, like, in your nose, your eyes, your ears, yeah. your mouth. That sounds miserable. I hope that does not happen.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah. But as bad
0: as it was on your ribs, imagine yeah. it being, like, in your ears.
1: Yeah. We had a middle school math teacher who, uh, he got it in, on his eyes.
0: Oh, that's so.
1: sad. Yeah. And he missed school for like a month. Yeah. And we had a Russian substitute. Oh. (laughs) And her name was, I can't remember.
0: Don't say it if you do remember.
1: (laughs) She's a substitute. It doesn't matter. But
0: (laughs) that was harsh for no reason. (laughs) I just meant like they might want privacy. Don't say that. No, they
1: don't. No substitute wants privacy.
0: Anyway, moving on to Sheep Squatch. Take it away.
1: Sheep Squatch. It's a thing. (laughs) Cool. It's okay, listen. I'm so I'm not I'm not in a good position. You really sprung this on me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to move the thing, the equipment? No,
1: it's fine. I'm gonna (laughs) Okay.
0: Mic adjustment.
1: Um Sheep Squatch. By the way, oh I forgot to mention at the on the thing. So the um the YouTube videos I was talking about earlier. They, Because uh, I wrote it at the top. And Now, if I don't say it now, I'm going to forget, <laughs> like I did last time. Yeah. So the, we did the 50 Monsters, and because they were so long, well, so the part one, it, we, I, by the way, we're on YouTube, so start there. Oh, yeah,
0: if you didn't know, we're on YouTube.
1: We're on YouTube. <laughs> I've posted about it on uh, Facebook, I think, but anyway, yeah. besides the point, we're on YouTube, and it, so RSS automatically uploads us. I just have to click the button. Well, so part one, it uploaded the video and seemed normal, like it took the normal amount of time. And then like a day later, I went to click on it and it was only like six seconds. It was like the first six seconds oh, of the episode. Weird. So I deleted it and I contacted RSS. So I was like, Hey, what's up? This is what happened. Can we like re-upload it or something? Cause there's not a functionality for that on the website. So Um, They were like, yeah, we're aware of this problem, so there's, as soon as the update comes out, we'll let you know, but for right now, there's not, you have to completely delete the episode uh, from our feed, and then, so it'll go away everywhere.
0: Not worth it.
1: And then re-upload it, and I'm like, it's not, it's already been out for a week, so whatever. And then the part two was over two hours long, so Mm -hmm. it was like two hours and one minute. <laughs> and they can only upload up to two hours or so. <laughs> that's kind of stupid. So, for the time being, there's those two episodes are not going to be on YouTube, but everything else should be yeah. fine. But anyway, Sheep Squatch. So, Sheep Squatch is also known as the White Thing, not the White Thang, like uh, Alabama. Different vowels. Yeah, different values. Th- this is T H I N G. Mm-hmm. So I'm still not positive on like the white thang. Being, like, <laughs> just, like an Alabama accent. They're like,
0: Yeah, and they just. I it and it was right. You know that anyway. white thang? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, it's a woolly haired monster, cryptid beast.
0: That's better than rubbery, seal like skin.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's reported across uh, Boone, Kanawha, Putnam, and Mason County in West Virginia. So. Predominantly within, like, the s- southernish part of the state. Um, so, the, uh, and the, they started in, like, the 1990s. So, but, um, so I was talking to, never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was going to dock somebody I know and be like.
0: Say, I was talking to my friend.
1: <laughs> this person who lives in this county. <laughs> I was talking to them. <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's been described as it's got four legs, kind of does both, stands on two legs and runs on four legs and stuff like that. Um, bow the size of a bear and has wooly kind of fur, like sheep, hence sheep (laughs) (laughs) squatch. Um, it's got a long pointed head, similar to a dog, but it's got long, sharp teeth and it's got horns like a goat. So, um, that's kind of neat.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty cool.
1: Um, uh, so uh, also like ram's horns, I guess, are probably more closer to that because the rams they kind of curly queue on themselves, right? Yeah. So, yep. um, anyway, it's got long front legs with uh, cut, like the paws kind of look like, hand, or rather, like the front hands kind of look like a dog's paws or a raccoon paws. I'm like motioning my hands to you <laughs> Yeah. No one knows that because we don't do video. <laughs> Um, It's got a long hairless tail, like an opossum. So
0: An opossum? (laughs) Yeah, do you know the difference? (laughs) Yeah. One is our opossum, and the other one's one that lives in like Australia or something. Yep,
1: and they're also totally different animals. Yeah. Like entirely different. Mm -hmm. So, and everybody is like, oh, you're not supposed to say the O.
0: I think you are. It just got dropped.
1: You are are supposed to say the O. It's Like, I'm not going
0: to. I'm not going to say the O because no one does and you're going to get made fun of, but I think originally you were supposed to. It got dropped somewhere along the way.
1: Well, anyway. um, (laughs) Supposedly, sheep squats smells like sulfur and that's been attributed to that same TNT area that um, the Mothman theory comes from. So, uh, people say that that's unlikely because the, like... Why would this thing come from the TNT? I don't know. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. It's junk, I think. But <laughs> anyway, they say it's probably actually like a musk or a scent gland, kind of like a skunk. Um
0: Yeah, that would make sense.
1: I really don't know the science behind it, but it's kind of <laughs> turning out to be like like a real platypus kind of cryptid. <laughs> yes. like,
0: it's
1: got parts from every animal. So. That's
0: hilarious. Good description.
1: Well, <laughs> so, Anyway. Um, there's a, there's an article I found that's, it's from a place called the Modern Farmer and they did kind of like an interview style thing with, uh, this guy, his name is Kurt McCoy. And, uh, as opposed to, uh, Kurt Hatfield, they really hate each other. Oh. So that's not true. I don't know any name, Kurt Hatfield. Anyway, um, so Kurt McCoy, he says, um, the TNT area itself is just chock full of amazing weirdness. Um, and he is the author of a book called White Things, West Virginia's Weird White Monsters. And apparently, there's like a ton of these everywhere. So, um, white things are pretty much exactly what they sound like. They're just, they're white, like ghosts. Or sheets.
2: <laughs>
1: things. Um, stories come from all over the place in the United States, but McCoy says that they're especially prevalent in West Virginia. Uh, so, this guy studies them. It has like a whole host of stories on these particular cryptids or whatever you want to call them because, and literally, like, it's not necessarily cryptids, it's like they ghosts, mm-hmm. aliens, other kinds of spirits, animals like, yeah, just anything that happens to be white. So, like,
0: I like it, that's cool,
1: could be anything, yeah. there's stories <laughs> of them. So, he says, um. I ran across everything from something that was described as a huge stingray that was white to an owl type thing. The archetypal white thing is shaped sort of like a badger with a bushy tail and ranges in size from a large dog to slightly larger than a person. And there was a headless monster in Grafton. So that's the
0: The Grafton monster, <laughs> yep,
1: which was white but had seal-like skin. And then, of course, there's the notorious sheep squatch. So, he I guess I guess the Grafton Monster originally was like, um, so like spoken of as one of these things that he's written his book on. So anyway, Sheep Squatch first appeared in the 1990s, um, and the legend kind of goes of this first sighting. There's a car full of women. They're making their way home after a family reunion through that TNT area in Mason County, and there's snow on the ground, and they were going just like a few miles an hour, like really slow in the winter. And that's when it stepped out of the woods. No. So McCoy says, uh, the witnesses described it as being seven to eight feet tall, covered in shaggy white hair with legs like a man, uh. a manly man with like <laughs> the, the hamstring vein and everything. Anyway. He
0: and the Grafton monster go to the gym together. Yeah. <laughs> They're workout so, buddies.
1: Uh, and they described the face as looking a bit long like a sheep and having horns like a ram. So uh, so that's kind of the first sighting. Uh, the name Sheep Squatch didn't really come around until a little bit later uh, as the stories sort of progress. Um, but this one, in this story, it froze when it spotted the car and then bolted into the woods. So taking a cue from the mysterious beast the women also high-tailed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> I guess as fast as they could, because it's the winter time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: they're, they're like going like 12 miles per yeah. hour off a snowy road.
1: <laughs> anyway, in 94, uh, there was a Navy seaman who witnessed uh, the sheep squatch running through the forest. And this particular white thing broke through the brush and kneeled by the creek for a drink. They said they watched it for a few minutes before uh, it started walking towards the road and then went off into some more dense brush. So um, it's—I'll I'll put it here. So the, the the these are all like the sheep squatch, quote unquote, sightings, but the like the name doesn't really pop up too often um, until like nowadays. It's just like anything that has this description is a sheep squatch. Because for the first few sightings, they everyone is just like it's a, it's a white thing in the woods. So, anyway, same year, ninety uh, four, two children saw the creature uh, while playing in the yard in Boone County. So, it could have just been a guy, honestly, <laughs> no in Boone County. <laughs> um, uh, what they reported, they said it looked like a large white bear, and it stood up on its hind legs.
0: An escaped polar bear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh and they said it made it over 6 feet tall um it, so i kind of assume it like when bears stand up on their hind legs and they kind of like look around that's kind of what it was doing um and so it, they said that it started um it started like walking around like on its hind legs and stuff like that and uh then it got scared off by the kids Ran into the woods. And honestly, it's... I mean, it was scared by a car full of women. Scared by this guy. And scared by these kids. Kind of wimpy, if you ask me. (laughs) So... Actually, I wrote in here, kind of wimpy, TBH, if you ask me, doggy-dog, D-A-W-G. What? (laughs) So... um, I, like... The thing about my notes is it kind of reads like a, like a manifesto. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) over the years, McCoy has collected a bunch of stories of other sightings that follow kind of a similar pattern. Um, a miner spotted a big white gray thing, declared it to be not an animal. Um, wouldn't really go any further than that. um, the this guy driving a car spotted an animal on a hillside with a long face that looked to be covered in rags um perhaps shedding a winter coat so and actually sheep whenever they like they'll just collect wool and they'll get super big but then some of that wool can kind of like sheds off and so as they get like wet and stuff it'll look kind of like hangy and stuff like
0: oh, okay you
1: know, anybody that has sheep will like would kind of know what like a shaggy looking yeah sheep that hasn't like really been sheared kind of looks like. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, anyway, um, there's a hunter that encountered a uh, sheep squatch or the white thing. He was crouched by the river. That uh, um, kind of just all the same stories. He's
0: right?
1: he's at a river getting a drink. Gets scared off.
0: He's also know. not doing anything to anyone. He's just yeah. scared of people. And leaving.
1: Uh, yeah, so I was actually about to say that. So, um he, and this hunter actually said he, he had horns like a ram and looked like human hands this time. So, um and like I was about to say, the encounters with Sheep Squatch, they're kind of tame for the most part mm-hmm. and infrequent. So, they're not really, like, happening all the time. Until now. Oh, wow. And I wrote dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot.
0: (laughs) Now, like, today? Now?
1: 95. Uh, Oh. 95 now. So.
0: Okay, so 30 years ago. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Creature was spotted a year later. Another one involving a car. Uh, There was a couple driving through Boone County and saw the sheep squatch sitting in a ditch. And so the article that I read says, uh. As many curious passerby might do in such a situation, they stopped their car to get a better look at it. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> who, who does that? Hit the gas. Or, like, as my competition shooting buddies, stand on it, buddy. Gas <laughs> So, anyway. The, they described it pretty much the same as all the other earlier sightings. Um, but this time I had four eyes. Um, Unclear if it was for literal eyes, or if they were making fun of his glasses that he specifically uses to correct his nearsightedness and astigmatism.
0: Poor guy. That
1: might be getting a little too personal. (laughs) Uh, So, contrasting the past sightings that were called tame, uh, where sheep squats just fled. This time, the creature leaped out of the ditch, started to attack the car. The couple finally did the correct thing and drove away as quickly as they could. When they got home, they found scratches all down the side of their car.
0: Maybe it's because they were making fun of his glasses and he got mad. I would. Yeah. (laughs) I respect it.
1: So uh, there's another story from 99, and this involved a couple of campers who were in the forest at night, again in Boone County. Again, something that maybe you shouldn't be doing. Um, Just like (laughs) sitting in the, like, we're going to go camp in Appalachia. I don't... I'm... Go camp. It's fine. I'm just <laughs> making fun of something just for the sake of it. But
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, they heard an animal snorting and huffing and puffing and blowing the house down in the darkness, but it didn't come into the light of the campfire, and all of a sudden, the sheep squatch charges out of the darkness at the campers. They jumped up and ran back to their house, which... That part of the story seemed kind of weird to me. It's like, are you just camping in the backyard? Right. Like... <laughs>
0: true because
1: like anytime i've camped it's home. been like hours from home yeah you're like, not
0: running back to your house anyway that's funny
1: um so uh they jumped up ran back to their house all the while being pursued by sheep squatch the exit pursued by a bear file i guess <laughs> like. so that's a Shakespeare, shapes shapes shakes spear reference wow. for those that don't get it <laughs> Also, there's a band called Anave who did a uh song called Exit Stage Left Pursued by a Bear. And it's pretty good. Hmm. Anyway. Um Giving Chase is kind of the natural reaction of a predator whenever the prey runs away. Yes. Yeah. So like it might have just been a natural reaction of like a bear or something. I don't know. Um and then the this article that I read said that it's like, it could have just been like a mock charge. Like, bears, if it was a bear, will just mock charge you sometimes. So,
0: so, like, would it, I guess it would have been an albino bear?
1: I suppose it could have been. I've never heard of an albino bear, but also at the same time, it's possible that if I guess anything could be albino. Yeah, Cause
0: every now and then we'll get like an albino deer. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe
1: Spectre Moose style. Yeah. Anyway, the white thing stopped at the edge of the forest and let out a terrible scream. That, that part's in quotes. So it's like, ah! <laughs> um, turned around and head back to the woods. Uh, and the next morning, campers went back to their campsite, and uh, they found it to be all torn up, and they referred to it as, quote, like someone had tilled it up for gardening. Really, he just wanted to plant his tomatoes. Oh, think so. Cute. And he broke his glasses.
0: Good <laughs> 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 anyway,
2: night.
1: Um, there's a story out of Folks Run, Virginia, and it was spotted close to midnight by six campers, and it was reportedly eight to nine feet tall with a shoulder length of four to five feet wide. Um, I don't really know how you measure shoulder width by like eyeballing it, but <laughs> whatever. That's kind of besides the point. Like, yeah. Anyway. It, it also, like, so I have never researched the Grafton monster, but as I'm going through all of this, it, they sound pretty similar. I was honestly.
0: just thinking that. Yeah.
1: So, this is like his, like his violent brother.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> Little, slightly more plan. aggressive brother.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, one camper shot, saw the sheep squatch crouching on a hill, and then it stood up. And then that's when he alerted the other campers there. And then it started running down the hill towards the campers. Uh, but they were separated by a river. And so there wasn't really any way to cross. So it just started wading through the river to uh, get them.
2: <laughs> to get them.
1: Yeah. And he'd get you. <laughs> so finally came out of the water and made a loud gut based screech that was heard two miles off from where they were. Cap.
2: Because,
1: <laughs> and Cap, because. Like gunfire can travel for a couple miles, but that's you're talking about like a like a a decently higher powered rifle. Is you're looking at like 170 decibels with for like a hunting rifle, and that can be heard maybe two miles off. Like normal handgun fire can be heard a mile off. I saw I looked this up too because I was like mad about it. Like no chance <laughs> could you yell loud enough to be heard two miles <laughs> off? Like I was. Upset, <laughs> So so lions are the loudest, apparently, uh. or one of the loudest on the planet. Their roar is only 115 decibels. So that's 50 less than like a 308 that somebody might use for hunting. Mm-hmm. And they say it can be heard, quote unquote, up to five miles. And I, I don't know that that's people actually hearing it, and more so like scientists just setting up sensors. And like capturing the sound,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but also I don't know for a fact. <laughs> so
0: uh, I don't either.
1: It just sounds fake. So anyway, um, I also saw that. So they say wolves can howl, and that can cover up to fifty square miles. Also, cat. I don't believe that it, for a second.
0: Look it up. Two
1: I else. did. That's what I looked it up. Oh that's what it the, says about the wolves yeah and they that's what they say and i just don't believe that you can hear a wolf from 50 miles away
0: yeah that sounds a little
1: or if it's out or there. if it's 50 square miles 25 miles in one direction if they're in the center right cuz it'd be 25 both ways you know what i'm saying dog
0: if you're in the center
1: oh actually wait it
0: wouldn't be it'd be half it'd that. be
1: 25 Length and height.
0: Yeah. So, that's like if 50, you're in the center, right? it'd be 12 and a half. How many?
1: Well, man, this is us doing math on the spot. So, that could podcast.
0: maybe, if it's 50, 50 square miles, that's plausible.
1: 50 square maybe. miles. It's length times width, right? So, that'd be like five times 10. So, right?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, or, yeah.
1: or if it's 50 know, that, square miles, it would be 50. 50 miles squared. Is no. that what that means? No.
0: No. 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 It means 50 miles in a square. Okay. So like 50 it's Still f- 1 mile okay, squares. Listen. All I'm saying
1: All I'm saying is
0: Cut all of that out.
1: No. no I'm not cuz this that is That was so bad. If
0: we, I'm way too tired to be trying to do that right now. I can't even hold my eyes open. And
1: as a third grade teacher,
0: don't tell them that. I look so bad. <laughs>
1: so anyway, um it's you're getting you've been it's getting Riley. a call for oh hi Riley, answer it.
0: We'll put her on the podcast. Oh, she hung up. I'll try oh, to call her back. No. You talk it. I'll see if I can get her on.
1: I'm just saying it's fake. Like I don't think you can I think it's still like you're gonna I think you're gonna hear wolves not five miles off. So I just Knowing how loud something is, I just don't know that it can carry. Now, I know infrasound, animals can produce that. Like, lions and tigers have infrasound in their roars. So do elephants, actually. And that can be heard for a long way. It can be picked up a long way, but we can't hear it. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm thinking, like, maybe sensors can pick up these sounds a lot further off than what we can actually hear it. But anyway cap, regardless. I'm
0: so stuck on how much we messed up that math problem. That's embarrassing.
1: It's a good thing it's staying in. So, (laughs) Squatch looked up in shock just high enough so that the moonlight was in its face and the campers looked on in fear as it let out a pathetic whimper. That's what the article says. Um, Then it ran in the opposite direction of, um,
2: So, yep, ran away. It ran away.
0: Scared again.
2: Yep. So,
1: I just lost my place in my notes. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) fall (laughs) apart. Um.
1: Anyway, so the the campers, uh, they packed up and they left and reported it to the locals. And they said they feared that if they reported it to the authorities, that they would be ridiculed. So
0: Yeah, that's a common um, theme in these stories.
1: The identity of the campers is unknown as of March 2016, which is when this uh, that interview with McCoy, I believe, is uh, was written. Um but also like was it hurt or like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it just that's sad. Mm. So like a werewolf, like anyway. Um Sheepsquatch was featured on an episode of Mountain Monsters on Destination America and Travel Channel. So listen, this is the part I was talking about. We talk (laughs) about mountain monsters because this is the most ridiculous show
0: ever. (laughs) It really, really is. (laughs) Um,
1: So here's your rundown, like, like first paragraph of Wikipedia entry on mountain monsters.
2: Like,
1: (laughs) um, it's an American cryptozoology-themed reality television show premiered on June twenty second, twenty thirteen, on Destination America, and the series follows Appalachian investigators of mysterious sightings. A-I-M-S is the acronym. It's a team of five native West Virginian hunters and trappers, and they research and track unidentified creatures in the Appalachian Mountains. There's also a side series titled uh, Mountain Monsters by the Fire, that features extra facts and never-before-seen footage from different episodes. (laughs) So um, they, they actually did five seasons on Destination America, and then after an 18-month hiatus, they moved to the Travel Channel. So it was so popular, that Travel Channel <laughs> picked it up. I
0: cannot believe that.
1: Um, so the AIMS team is a self-styled cryptozoology research team founded by West Virginians John Trapper Tice, Jeff Headley, and Willie McQuillan. Mc- <laughs> Their goal is to prove the existence of mysterious creatures, such as Bigfoot, the wampus cat, werewolves, hellhounds, lizardmen, and mothman. Basically, the way the episodes are structured, they start with a general discussion and history of the creature in the area, and then they plan a first night hunt for the monster. After concluding their initial night hunt, Willie and Wild Bill begin to work on a trap to contain the creature, while the rest of the team searches for more evidence. (laughs) They meet with people who have like these stories and They've like their eyewitness people, and they've got photographs and videos and audio evidence. And so after they test this trap that they set up, then they go to their final night hunt, and it seems like really like wily coyote kind of stuff there. Yeah,
0: and they never catch anything.
1: (laughs) Supposedly they do catch stuff on camera. Um, They've called. They say they've called the cave creature, chupacabra, the wild man, or Bigfoot. Huh. The wild woman and Smoke Wolf's Eyes.
0: Well, I need to look at those episodes because I've never seen them catch anything.
1: And those are also uh, shown as digital renderings that appear before and after commercial breaks. Um, Team attempts to capture those creatures. um, Supposedly, I'm saying allegedly, Mm -hmm. right? Hogzilla, the three devil dogs, and two wolves from the Tiger Valley have been their most recently trapped creatures. And in some instances, the team places trail cameras or infrared camcorders near the trapped to capture photographic evidence of the creature in question. They've caught fleeting blurry images of what they claim to be the Grassman, Shadow Creatures, Cherokee Death Cat, Black Wolf, and the Bigfoot from Tiger Valley on camera. Just to name a few. Hmm. So. Um. Says, uh. This is so dumb. <laughs> This is like one of the dumbest parts. Like, forget like, about the traps.
0: It's a it's a funny show because yeah. it's so over the top. Yeah.
1: Um, there's It's
0: probably fun to film.
1: There's a rogue team that has spied on and sabotaged <laughs> the AIMS team. <laughs> I in their forgot investigation.
0: about that.
1: <laughs> so there's drama, there's blurry monsters,
0: betrayal, and,
1: and there's hillbillies. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's great.
1: Like the perfect show.
0: Yeah, that's really funny.
1: Um they also I learned, as of the seventh season. Uh, Trapper has died and the rest of the team continues to hunt creatures in his legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, But Sheepsquatch also got some notoriety from the 2013 episode of monsters and mysteries in America on destination America. Um, And that kind of featured some more interviews and some uh, like actual people interspersed with like investigations and stuff. Um, The production of that show was kind of like bare bones, sort of like, film the woods, and then film some grandma on her front porch talking about, I seen it, seen t- <laughs> the squatch sitting on the hilltop over there. <laughs> I was here chewing my tobacco leaves and using my spittoon. Anyway. <laughs> You're
0: going to well, listen back to that, and it's just going to sound like your regular voice.
1: I know. <laughs> just
0: You're going to be so sad.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a segment that detailed uh, two friends, Ricky Joyce and Dakota Cheeks, who go on a weekend hunting trip in Kentucky. And they encounter more than a deer. Ooh. They encounter love and hope for a new future where they can be together. <laughs> That's a joke. I wrote that in. Um, they found a sheep squatch. So the, the guy says, this is Cheeks. He says, it was tall, but kind of hunched over. It was big, and it was white. It was at least nine feet tall and it released an ungodly gut curling growl <laughs> came straight at us. We saw the sheep squatch. That's what we saw. And he says, I like to stay open to the possibility of strange things out there. And sheep squatch is one of the stranger things I've heard of. So. Yeah. Anyway, says uh, this. <laughs> the episode of the show got like some critics going all in their feelings about it. And so one of the quotes from, this is a, uh, this is a commenter on the website, Bigfoot buzz. He says, sheep Squatch, Are you effing kidding me with this crap? <laughs> so,
2: uh,
1: that Kurt McCoy guy that I was talking about in the beginning. Yeah. He says, there's a lot of people who take paranormal investigation and cryptozoology very seriously. They don't like anything that seems goofy or strange. Or is obviously unnatural because what they're pushing is that there are actual undiscovered animals out there. And he says there are a lot of weird sightings out there that can't be defined. There are similar monsters like Sheep Squatch all over the place. There's the Maryland Goatman, the Popolica monster in Kentucky, which is part man, part goat, part sheep. And Sheep Squatch also has been featured on Fallout 76. <laughs> so just like the Grafton monster. Now, I didn't look into it. For Fallout 76, I thought that you were going to do that. You <laughs> dropped the ball on the Fallout 76 research. So. Why would,
0: out the two of us, why would I be the one to dive deep on Fallout 76? <laughs> You've played it. I have not. Oh, because it was literally unplayable.
1: Literally. Trash. Yeah. Trash game. Anyway, there's actually lore behind it that yeah. involves like fictional characters from the, from, like, the storyline of the game. Mm-hmm. They're like, we had an encounter with the sheep. Anyway, whatever. It's trash. <laughs> so but one of the more interesting things I saw I was reading the Fallout 76 like uh, w- like the guide or whatever on Squatch as like one of the monsters that you can fight um, it's got an attack where it can pull out poisonous or toxic barbs and throw it at the player as well as uh, there's a bunch of different versions of it um, including toxic, noxious necrotic and regular, as well as Alpha and Prime, which I'm assuming are just like the stronger versions of the monster. So I guess, uh, just to pull it all together, there's definitely weird things out there that people see in the woods. Um, I think the stories kind of stem from a few different causes or phenomena, if you will. Um, partly it's just people seeing stuff in the woods they can't necessarily make out, and instead of attributing it to some kind of animal or you know, something natural seems like people just jump straight to like the Bigfoot Mothman, Sheepsquatch, Grafton monster, etc. cetera. Um, which I, I guess to an extent, that's kind of like the Occam's razor part of the argument. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if you it, like the simplest explanation is probably the correct one. Um, also, I think a lot of people, especially like if they don't spend a lot of time outdoors, will see something they're not familiar with or can't identify right off and then immediately go to, you know, it's a monster. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's the pitch dark of Appalachia. So, um, they kind of jump to a crazy conclusion when it could just be like a mountain lion. Actually, I wrote a list here. <laughs> could, could just be a bear or a mountain lion uh-huh. or a deer or an owl or a wild pig Or a wolf? (laughs) You get the point.
0: We don't have wolves here. There are. There are not.
1: One hundred. They found one in Tiger Valley on the Monsters and Mysteries show. So.
0: Oh, a credible source.
1: There's actually so. Well, first of all, yes. But also, (laughs) there's actually people that do believe that wolves. There's probably is like a small population of wolves here. You
0: Uh, know what? I'm gonna. I'll say okay, maybe because again. We have seen weird things, and so we're yeah. saying, like, sheep squatch was probably a different animal, but you know what? It could have been a sheep squatch. I'm not going to say it 100% yeah. wasn't, because I've seen some weird stuff in the woods.
1: Um, no, they're, they're so, so there are people that think there's wolves here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there really is, honestly, but I'm just saying. They're, um,
0: I'll say probably I'll, not.
1: I'll say this. They're, I think there used to be. Yeah, I think that was like a something that's true. Somebody mm-hmm. who's like a animal biologist or something is. Oh yeah, be, I, I guess, definitely think like you're totally stupid. That's never happened. <laughs> but I also saw something what? they they back tracked. Back it up. That what? was
0: so rude. What? You're totally stupid. That never happened.
1: That's them talking to me.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying that to me. No. Because <laughs> I was saying, yeah, maybe like back in the day.
1: <laughs> I've no, but I've also seen uh, they tracked some wolves from like Washington State. And they found the trackers, made it all the way down to like Northern California. Yeah. So they can travel a long ways, but I don't know that they'll, you know, anyway. um, I just, again, it's Occam's Razor. So, you know, or like driving down the road, you see something streak by, might not necessarily mean that's a sheep squatch or a mothman or a Bigfoot or a grafted yeah. monster. But yes, the stuff's weird. I don't, Necessarily think it merits supernatural all of the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think you do really either, but. Um, no,
0: not. I don't think all of these stories are true, but I do think there is something to like some weird yep. sightings.
1: No, there's 100% there's stuff that hasn't have been discovered.
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Um, yet. And also stuff that have been discovered in the area that people used to think like didn't exist. Yeah. So, which actually I think that's like a reason thing. There's some kind of like a there's like a mountain lions or something that are here that they didn't think you were here mm-hmm. but they've actually like DNR guys have actually seen them. Yeah. So um that's also like the wolf thing sort of comes about like Right. The I think it's totally possible that you've got wolves here and they're just they're not as prevalent enough to that they're you see them all the time like you would yeah. like a coyote or something mm-hmm. but anyway that also brings me to a possible mini episode on snakes
2: in Africa. So um But also yeah, so that's good. Yep.
0: Good.
1: That's that's it on the sheep.
0: <laughs> I plot. think it's really interesting that like we just had planned to put these two together before we knew anything about them. We just knew their names. Yeah. And I think it's really funny that they ended up being so similar. Like, they're both seven, eight, nine feet tall, white things that live in the woods that yeah. didn't really mess with people and that mostly, like, yeah. walked away from people. That's kind of funny they ended up being so similar without us planning that at all.
1: Yeah. hmm Sure.
0: These two... um I like the stories just because it's kind of funny that they didn't really do anything. Uh, we've we've said before, you know, some of these we believe, some of them we don't. I don't really feel super strongly either way about these two, but I still like to hear the story.
1: Yeah. Um. Here's something I'm just now realizing. What are we going to do for our Friday the Thirteenth?
0: I have ideas. It's going to be a surprise.
1: Okay. Well, it's Friday, like this Friday. <laughs> yeah. Like four days from now, Friday. Mm-hmm. So. What are we going to
0: It's say? a surprise.
1: Are, am I along for the ride? Yeah. Or Okay.
0: It's a surprise for everyone.
1: Including Hannah.
0: <laughs> Including myself. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. No. So, here's something interesting,
2: unrelated to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I am officially like a, a professional in...
1: Competition shooting.
0: Good job. And the way I figured that
1: out was because they sent me an email and said, we need your information so we can send you a tax form because you've won enough awards
2: that
0: you have to pay taxes on them. Well, that kind of is sad, but congrats. I'm proud of you.
1: So that's stupid.
0: Yeah, that's a little.
1: But they've classified me as a master. Yeah. So
0: Congratulations. That's really exciting. Yep. Good job.
1: I'm good enough. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> is you're a professional
1: yep i have to pay taxes now so mm-hmm. i'm a professional that's how you know like everybody's like you know people are like how do i know if i'm a professional or not and it's like well did you get paid for the work that you did it's like yeah. yep call Fair. yourself a professional then, like, <laughs> stop pretending yeah. but also like all right like are you a professional whatever sports player did you get money for it mm-hmm. then you are so Fair enough shooting sports i'm a professional yeah i get paid and i have to pay taxes i've officially lost money on it because like like ammunition is so expensive yeah it's like
0: you're playing at a loss
1: (laughs) yeah it's like i won like whatever they come up with like a value for the prizes yeah so it's like uh so I don't know. You, like put
0: I've, more into it than what you won.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now it's like on my tax form. Like, do I have to account that as like my loss of like, hey, actually, yeah, government, you owe me money because I spent so much to win these things.
0: That's pretty funny. So still exciting though. It's still a good accomplishment.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Can't wait until next year, because mm-hmm. so actually there was another competition this coming weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But a few things are keeping me from going to Kentucky for that is, number one, anniversary.
0: Yay, congratulations number, also number, on that.
1: Number two, we have a stupid, insane recording schedule for the next, <laughs> like, two weeks. Because we did this to ourselves. <laughs> today, and we have a Friday the 13th episode, and, and then, then Monday we me. have to do, so.
0: Yeah, it's so fun, though. Yeah. It is fun. We so, just have to stay on top of, like, doing the research, being prepared. i
1: Excited for anniversary this time. I'm going to tell a story about Melinda because she can't defend herself right here. I'll and defend her. No, you yes. won't because I'm right. So <laughs> You're
0: the worst. Listen,
1: it was, I believe this was actually Valentine's Day. And I, we went to one of our normal, like, if we go on like a special date or whatever. We go to a steakhouse, like one of the nicer ones in Charleston. And by nicer, I mean it's like the long, nicer steakhouse. than
2: where we live. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's like still a chain, but not everywhere like Logan. <laughs> so anyway, we went and we always get dessert. Usually we don't get dessert, but it's a special date. So we get dessert and we got. We decided to get a cake A lava cake They have
0: I think I've heard this
1: <laughs> And so I'm sitting there Eating the cake They gave us on a plate And gave us two Spoons or whatever mm-hmm. I'm eating my cake And my ice cream And I'm having a good time Sitting there with my girlfriend <laughs> And I got You know got, I got a good chunk in mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like I told her I was like man this This cake is kind of a rip off <laughs> She's like What do you mean? And I'm like, it's just, it's a lava cake, right? Mm-hmm. There's no lava. <laughs> and then she kind of like paused, like mid-bite, and looked at me. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, what do you mean there's no lava? I was like, there's no lava here. Where's the lava? <laughs> and she's like, I guess there's not any. And I turned the plate <laughs> And she had gone in.
0: Tunneled in.
1: She tunneled in, not like a normal <laughs> person would eat from the edge inside. She went in from the middle on her side. Got the I can't lava. See, and scooped all of the lava out.
0: <laughs> didn't, That's so funny. And
1: didn't leave me any. And I'm like, you stole the lava. <laughs> and she's like, I I played fair and square. You had the opportunity to do it
0: and and you did.
1: I was playing by the rules.
0: <laughs> and that was your first mistake. Yeah,
1: it was. Like
0: That's so funny.
1: So, whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> Just get two lava cakes next time.
1: No, cuz one is so big.
0: <laughs> get lava on the side.
1: I don't I told her. <laughs> like so And and the thing was, it's not even like the cake that we originally wanted because we went <laughs> one other time and we got a different cake. And it was really good. they gave us this huge piece. And I was like, I want that again. And we got lava cake. Because the other thing wasn't on the menu, but this was. And so I thought that's what it was. And then it wasn't. And so then she stole the lava and ruined Valentine's Day.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. And she's like. Next
0: time you guys go to Charleston, you should look at eating at Bricks and Barrels. No. So good. What do
1: they have there? I'll have the brick, please,
0: (laughs) with the side of barrel. Yeah, it's so good.
1: I'll have what's what's the like people talk about like Applebee's? Like I'll have the apple, please. That's not actually part of our menu. I'll
2: have the The bees.
0: bees. (laughs) So, oh, that's good.
1: Um, or like what that Key and pill sketch where they're like getting soul food, and he's like, "Give me a, give me a cellar door. (laughs) Serve it to me in a shoebox." What? <laughs> if,
0: I don't think I've seen that.
1: If you're listening, look up the Key and Pill sketch on Soul Food, and they go and they're like, they order like they're at a diner and they're just yeah. ordering food, and one of them gets like slightly more Southern Soul Food than the other one, and he's like, "Actually, scratch that. I'll have this other progress." And they just oh, get they, progressively worse. Yeah. That's funny. Like, Give me donkey teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh man.
1: So, but then it. At the end, it cuts to them actually eating like like a shoe, <laughs> like a leather boot.
0: <laughs> so, All right. Well, um, I think we're about ready to wrap up part two. That was good. That was fun. Next week, for
1: no Friday.
0: Right. Well, we're gonna have a mini one Friday, but yeah. part three, week three, it's gonna be Men in Black, Black a Kid, Shadow People. Yeah. Some.
1: How uh, are we gonna split I that up?
0: Don't know. I don't know. I, Maybe you could do that episode, and I can do the Friday the Thirteenth episode.
1: Hmm. I don't know. We'll talk about yeah. it. See, yeah, we'll figure it out. I think. Uh, I think doing a lot of that will be. It'll just be like a big undertaking.
0: Yeah. For All one right. person, we'll, we'll, we'll so. figure out how to split it.
1: Yeah. Um. I actually, I think that uh, shadow people and black-eyed kids are more paranormal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like on in your neck of the woods. Okay. And the Men in Black is more. Conspiracy spooky. Okay. My neck of the woods. So maybe we'll do it that way.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. We'll figure out
1: but but I almost hit a deer the other night on the interstate. Did I tell you about that? I was thinking about doing the outro just now. So I don't remember. Um listen, everyone, everyone who's listening still and made it through the chit chat part of the episode. (laughs) We're getting closer to, like, the fall, and the bucks and everything are in rut. you got to watch out. They're going into, like, their mating season, and all the deer are super, like...
0: They're stupid. They're so dumb.
1: (laughs) So, and that, so, uh, the bucks will just chase does, and does are going wherever they feel like. And so, if you, you're probably driving down the interstate now, and you see them just standing next to the road.
0: Don't trust them. So,
1: like, please watch out. Like for the actual deer,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and uh, like I almost hit one the other night. I passed a tractor trailer, and I got over, and it was maybe I don't know three or four seconds after I got in front of this tractor trailer, my headlights caught a deer standing in the middle of my lane.
0: Oh my gosh, It's so scary!
1: Yoinked it, and I went, <laughs> yeah, <"Shh."> and so <laughs> and then the the tractor trailer like turned on his high beams, and I, he probably thinks like I'm an idiot or something. And hopefully he uh, saw the deer, like, yeah. or something. Yeah, he doesn't just think you're
0: swerving. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because, like, I, it was...
0: I'm sure he did.
1: And, I, like, a new car, like, that would have made me cry, so... Yeah.
0: No joke.
1: Anyway, uh, the deer are so stupid right now, you're going into mating season soon. And so they're all feeding up for, like, winter time and for mating season. And the bucks are just chasing does everywhere, chasing those females. And they're stupid, so... please be careful driving home. Watch out for the real deer. Um, Don't hit anything. Hannah says, follow us.
0: (laughs) Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. As Shane likes to say, please leave a five-star review.
1: Yeah, leave a five-star review. It's the best way you can support us. If you made it this far... sharing our
0: posts is very helpful.
1: If you made it this far and you're a real fan comment ghosts <laughs> under our under our pictures for the episode <laughs> and then and then we'll know who the real
0: we'll give you a shout out if the
1: you- real creeps are <laughs> we'll know because you leave a ghost under there
0: yeah um, that's fun
1: but no for real if you so if you like our posts then the Instagram and the Facebook algorithm see that people are interacting with us and it pushes us to more people which means that we can grow the show, which would make us happy. Um,
0: and sharing the posts is very Sharing
1: helpful. it also because it pushes it to all of your friends. And um, if you comment, that helps the algorithms know. And on Instagram, just share it to your story. So
0: And big, big thank you to everyone that's been supporting us so far. We, we see it and we're so appreciative. It's really exciting. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun doing this.
1: Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun eating the grilled cheese from earlier. I <laughs> kind of want another one.
0: All right. No,
2: kidding. <laughs>
1: not kidding. Um, anything else?
0: I think that's it. Oh, we have
1: an Amazon link still
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the entire month of October. Yeah. Yep. So if you need anything for your Halloween decorations, then you can click that. It's not too late. And, uh, and get that stuff and it'll save you money, hopefully, on certain stuff. And uh, also, if you do buy anything, then it goes directly to helping the show. So if you can get a discount and also on something you're already going to buy, please don't click it just to <laughs> think it's going to help. Like,
0: Just if you are hap- if you happen to need something. You can yeah. use our link instead of just regular Amazon.
1: Or do. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I can't stop you, but...
0: <laughs> do what you want. we yeah. would appreciate it if you check out ours.
1: But if you do need anything for Halloween specifically... Mm-hmm. use that link because it takes you to a deal site. You save on money. Amazon, so we can save you money and then it also goes to the show so we can pay for our our applause button. <laughs> Every time somebody buys something using the Amazon link the applause button goes off. <laughs> That's not true.
2: <laughs> be, funny, be safe
1: John home. Watch out for the not deer.
2: Bye! Bye. <laughs>